Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. I'm Chieko Dunham. I'm Travis Bowe from the Watchmen Minute Podcast. Welcome back, Travis. Thanks for joining us this week. Thank you. Appreciate your being here. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Minute, yeah. That's <laughs> minute by minute is another way that you could say that. Today we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Minute 70. Minute 70 starts with Nausicaa continuing her theory on the Sea of Decay, and it ends with Nausicaa going to sleep. Okay, so now we, we're into it again. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh. How this Sea of Decay is supposed to work and how it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Travis, does it make sense to you? I mean, can you explain how this... <laughs> how this forest cleans the earth um i guess i just think about it like a filter like the these trees although i guess when she says says the trees of the sea of decay she's talking about the trees above ground yeah okay i think so Mm. or is it these these trees i mean my impression was that these trees are the same as what's above ground okay yeah so this is this they are still in the trees of the sea of decay then okay yeah this is just like a later stage yeah. of those of growth or th- the, in the life cycle of those trees or something yeah i think i guess it's like the third line that she says they absorb toxins from the earth generate pure crystals which uh, that i don't follow the tri-crystals. Um, die and then die and turn to sand so i think everything above the canopy is being broken down into these sand crystals or sand you know, this petrified wood um, sure. and then that falls down to the forest floor um, where that can support life because that's what she's growing her plants in yeah and we know so the air's what... pure the water's pure the sand is pure yeah i think that's i think that's the cycle like somehow i don't know so... what i don't know what action is being under was is undergoing above the canopy that's breaking down everything above. I, I'm not sure, but so we're sp- uh, the way I think they want to paint it is there's poison in the earth. Mm-hmm. The sea of decay extracts that poison from the earth, and then leaves behind this pure sand. Right. Right. But mm-hmm. what I don't, what doesn't make sense to me is why in this process do they have to kind of belch out this poison in this miasma. Mm. Maybe the spores above, you know, that's what, maybe that's the final action of getting the toxins out of the trees. Like they go from the earth up through the trees and they create spores and the spores go out. And I guess spores aren't are obviously bad, but. So, mm. but the, so if the, the sea, the Valley of the Wind, for example, right? Does the force of decay has not yet reached the Valley of the Wind? No. Right? Right. Right. So there's still yeah. poison in the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But they're growing crops in it. They're growing orchard and, and, and grapes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they yeah. seem to be getting by. Yeah. yeah. But it's not enough, I guess. There's still poison there. Sure. Maybe they're getting sick off of this poison and they're just blaming it <laughs> like they blame everything. <laughs> On the sea, on the on the the sea of decay. Yeah. Yeah. How uh how I see it is it just depends on what kind of soil the trees grow in. 
Because in Naushka's laboratory, they're growing in these pure sand and yeah. they right. don't generate toxins. But they're, but most of the sea of decay is in soil that isn't pure. So yeah. it just kind of throws it all out. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's yeah. not good toxins. Yeah. But then you still get the poison. Yeah. It's just not in the earth anymore. It's in the air. It's in this miasma. Right. So how does it get dealt with after that? I remember having this conversation. Yeah, we had this conversation <laughs> when we had uh, when we talked about her laboratory. Yeah, just just going to and space. And she's going through it again with somebody yeah. else, and it still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, there's nothing that we know of that's like collecting the toxins. Yeah, yeah. It's like neutralizing them. Okay, yeah. so they're sucked out of this, out of the ground. So we have this pure sand. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing I don't get. Right, this. This sand is pure, and this is kind of what I said in an earlier minute this week. Mm-hmm. It's pure, it's sterile, it's dead, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, rich soil is rich soil because it has all these chemicals sure. from things that have died. Or yeah, this yeah. Is the whole process, yeah. right? And this is, it seems to be cleaning everything out. Right, it's cleaning the toxins out. It's cleaning everything else. So you just get sand, right? Mm-hmm. And my picture of sand is not, you know, the this is the bed of a lush <laughs> no. forest. Yeah, I guess that's what, yeah something you would grow crops in. Yeah, there's a reason deserts are pretty lifeless. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of like every angle I come at this <laughs> from, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I think uh, for me it was just it all came down to when they show her little secret garden, as I call yeah. it, you know, and she's obviously using that sand to grow life. I guess when the sand mixes with the water, maybe there's enough, uh, enough. I don't know. Yeah, it's the right recipe for to support uh, plant life. Yeah, and so maybe. she sees this on a much grander scale. That's what this is the scene that ultimately solidified why I thought. You know, this is why she wants to bring people here because she's got a firm grasp on the ecosystem, you know, yeah. based on talking about how everything is being cleansed, you know, everything was polluted. And then she talks about how the toxins are absorbed. And then going further with the, uh, the insects protect this forest, like to me, that's – I thought she was seeing that as this place is also protected. So once people are here, oh. then there's a perimeter, you know, oh. above them or, or the, yeah. the insects are then going to be their protectors because they're protecting whatever, you know, keeping what's out. Oh, that's a good, that's um, a good point. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's how I saw it, but obviously so I don't know. Kind of like an extra living moat like around your castle. Yeah, there you right? go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So. Hmm. But so, as, so uh, what do you th- make of Asbel's response <laughs> right, like, we can't survive living in terror of insects and toxins for thousands of years. Yeah. So he doesn't think by, I mean, by your theory, he doesn't think that if they moved under into this cavern, they'd still have to, they'd still be living in fear. They couldn't like venture oh. outside. Yeah. 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 He thinks the insects are going to like crawl in and like destroy everything or something. Well, yeah. Was he fired? Did we see something where he was firing on the insects? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. After yeah. he crashed, because she understands that you know if you leave them alone, they won't harm you. Yeah, and he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. He so I think that's still him thinking. You know, obviously, we can't live side by side. We can't form a you know symbiotic relationship with with these insects. You know, where yeah. she realizes, yeah, you can. You know. 
Yeah, because yeah. the the one rule of the forest is if you like kill something, then a bunch will come yeah. at you. And <laughs> just Aspel's like, we can't live without like, killing. <laughs> without killing, and yeah. Nashka, I I want Nashka to like jump up, get really mad, and be like, you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. <laughs> just like grab him and shake his shoulders and be like, stop killing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then here's where he says, right, that they have another strategy to keep yeah. the forest from spreading, right? Yeah. At I wasn't sure we, what to make of that. At least we can find a way to keep it from spreading. But they don't plan to use the giant warriors. You'll see when you meet my friends tomorrow. <laughs> so spoiler alert, this is not what we see. No. no yeah, this, is, yeah. this is a question that's never answered. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, right. Is it? I don't want to spoil I because they kill a baby ohm. Yeah, this is a huge spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, go for but it. That's not, that doesn't keep the forest no, from spreading. No, it angers it, if anything. It makes yeah. it more aggressive. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we never see this new strategy. Yeah, they hmm. have this weird strategy, as you say, to to beat the Tolmec. That's only the only thing that does is beats the Tolmecians. Yeah. They use the forest and the insects as a weapon. Uh, by mm. inciting them against their enemies. But that doesn't, that expands the force. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't stop the spreading. <laughs> yeah. So this is, I would be, yeah. I so, don't remember this in the manga either. It's a very interesting. Yeah. So without him explaining his, this other option, he sounds exactly like Kushana. Yeah. But I like the instant anger he shows uh, when she compares him to Kushana. Yeah. You know, that indignant kind of response about, yeah, you know, he's not not using the giant warriors, so that was He gets really defensive. Yeah. It's funny. I like that she then or go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh I like that she instantly just like eh, it's not a big deal, we'll talk about it in the morning. Like <laughs> just kind of yeah. like brushes him off with like, I'm going to bed. I think she's just really tired of having to explain yeah. everything to him. <laughs> yeah. So do you think uh he knows who Kushana is just from her story? I think he Or do you think he knows her from like the previous battles? Yeah, I think he just knows of her figure. Yeah, I would say the name cuz I mean, I'd assume there would be like horror stories about Kushana and what she does to her enemies. Just they they have some information about the leaders of the Yeah. of the attacking army. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. I'm I'm assume that she like we just got the tail end of the like we said we didn't hear her uh, summarize everything that's we just have seen in the past hour. So she probably explained a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, because if she told him that the Kushana, you know, led this army to, and then they took the egg, that kind yeah, of thing, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe that's enough information for him to associate that plan when she compares him to Kushana. But yeah. I'm, I'm betting he at least recognizes the name and has heard stories of. Yeah. You know, the the opposing army's general kind of thing. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. I think he's just offended that he, yeah. that she's comparing him to his, his enemy. enemy. Exactly, yeah. 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 What do you think powers that light bulb, that lantern? Oh, hmm. that's a good question. <laughs> um, Not quite the tri-crystal, hmm. maybe like a third crystal? <laughs> third of a crystal. <laughs> Yeah, have, a die what, crystal. What's Not what's powering? Yeah, what's powering her glider? Even like I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't know what the, any of their power sources are. Yeah, something we've wondered. 
before huh. <laughs> yeah. on, this, on this on the podcast we don't okay. we don't have an answer okay. i mean the, there's one quote in the in the manga where she's on a test flight of uh, one of the planes or maybe the gunship and their co-pilot is like the tri-crystal. You're, you're going too fast the tri-crystal is it critical <laughs> there's no explanation of what the tri-crystal is so. nice yeah so and i think in that in that manga you see something that looks like you know the uh, what is it called in Back to the Future? The the DeLorean? Oh, the no. The flux capacitor? The flux there capacitor. you go. Yeah, it looks like the flux capacitor. Uh, so she says we have far to go. Does, does she have an idea where they are? Hmm. Cause um, she, yeah, because she fainted yeah. before impact, so she doesn't have... Uh, but she knows. If he told her like what happened, what happened? just went straight down. Yeah, maybe she, she knows. She probably has... Yeah. She probably had a sense of where she was flying. Yeah. Yeah, I think just by her being like, okay, so I had to fly down really low and really quickly, and this is just a continuation of her going down. I think she has a general idea of yeah. how high she has to go back up. Yeah. And how far they traveled when she was basically hostage. Because where... Where are they going? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are they going back to Pajit? Or... I, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I assume she wanted to go back to the valley, but yeah, it would make sense that he plans to take her to his his people. Yeah, because he's saying yeah. you'll find out when you right. talk to my friends tomorrow. So she so like with Kushana and Pajit, Naushka has just been like, I want to take you back home, <laughs> yeah, to your home. So she's kind of like a like a taxi driver <laughs> for these people. <laughs> yeah. I like that earlier when she was talking about understanding what they were dealing with as far as the Sea of Decay, you know, she states everything very matter-of-factly, and it's a lot of responsibility and pressure that she's taking on, but she she's convincing in when, you know, she basically states that she knows what she needs to do, and or at least in my, my assumption of what her plan is that she intends to carry out. So I like that she, even being this young person, like, is convincing in that there's a lot a lot of responsibility a lot of pressure yeah. on her shoulders but she completely sells that she's equipped to deal with it yeah i think you she's know. kind of used to that attitude just because she had to deal with her mother's grief of losing 11 children <laughs> oh, before yeah. she had her <laughs> yeah, maybe. so it might just well, be... we don't know if it was before she had her right she might have had lost some children yeah maybe but definitely just like dealing with her mother and her and oh, her mother's depression it? is just like she got a lot of her like the responsibilities of taking care of her maybe because maybe Jill was too busy with the valley or something. Yeah, yeah it's a, definitely she taking this responsibility, like you said, Travis, she kind of doesn't have the energy or she has decided she can't afford to spend the energy arguing with people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or getting emotional about stuff. Yeah. It's like I've got my energy needs to be directed in a kind of towards accomplishing this goal. Yeah. And resting up for, I guess, yeah. the next day is at that point more important than yeah, cause I think, arguing. I think just her dealing with her anger management, she's she's developed this idea that like arguing is unnecessary. Yeah. Because that would just make her yeah. and go she's, ballistic. Yeah. And I'm sure she's emotionally drained at this point. She's had a very overwhelming like experience dealing with this this whole journey to this point and yeah you know this final like journey down here where she can 
take a breath and take it all in and rest and I'm sure it's just a welcome yeah. pit stop. Yeah, she's not only dealing with kind of processing what this new environment means. Yeah. She's also just had these like two visions that yeah. she probably is still processing as well. She's got like a lot of internal Yeah, and work she had to, to do with yeah. Kushana almost shooting one of the yeah. old men. A lot has happened in this one day. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ships going down and a bunch of people dying and having to say goodbye to her own village. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's rough. Yeah. It's been quite a day. (laughs) (laughs) I think just like with Asbel asking her questions, I think she's just really tired. And that's why she's so dismissive. She's just like, I I can't right now. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to shut up for like five minutes, (laughs) please. (laughs) She's already, I mean, she was, how long do you think she was unconscious? Mm. So she woke up earlier that day, or she woke? Is she just like unconscious overnight? It's a good or it's been, question. Or she's or it's been like five minutes, two hours. Yeah, two hours. Like that's what the old men said last week. It's been two yeah. hours. <laughs> so mm. many questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. The last like frame we get of this of this week, or even um, just the way the lighting. Yeah. In yeah. the 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 way the scenes painted, the way the light is cast around them. I like to get a little hint of light on the edge the front edge of the glider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, it's just nice n- nice beautiful little scene. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Also Asbel decides that Nashka doesn't need his jacket for warmth anymore and he takes it for himself. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> ex- excuse you, she's a lady. <laughs> she probably refused it. <laughs> oh she's yeah. Like, Do you want this? No, I'm good. That's all I have. Anything yeah. else? All right. Well, thanks a lot, Travis, yeah, for joining you. us this week. My pleasure. Again, where can people uh, find you? Um, you can find me at that Travis Bow on Twitter. You can find Real Comic Heroes very easily by searching Real Comic Heroes with two E's in real. Um, uh-huh. Basically everywhere. Any, oh, okay. That's, oh. that's, that's our name on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, if you search that in you know, your podcast uh, app of choice, you should find us pretty easily. And then I'm also over at Watchman Minute, and that is also at Watchman Minute on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Watchman Minute. Um, we will be, I think as like you guys are releasing these, like pretty much like. In a couple, like co- next week. Okay. I think yeah. by then we will have had our uh, our pilot episode where oh, we'll okay. be looking at the, uh, the trailer for Watchmen. So that should be available as of now so look that up and then pretty soon we will be jumping into you know breaking down Watchmen one minute at a time so looking forward to that yeah cool so yeah thank you for having me on i mean i'm I'm really happy with the minutes i was that I, that I got here and so far with what i've seen it's it's the most beautiful part of the movie so um i can't wait to kind of see what happens after this so it gets pretty yeah, exciting. Yeah, it gets pretty okay. the, the ending exciting. is pretty intense. It's yeah. one of the most intense sequences, I think, that Miyazaki has done. Mm-hmm. Very cool. In this movie, yeah. I'll, I'll be turning that on, I think, uh, right after we're done, probably. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that'll wrap us up. See you next time on... Ghibli Minute. On Ghibli Minute.